It's time to discover your home's potential with Chris Kramer, Joel Graber, and Rob Perugini on Measure Twice. Hello, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to Measure Twice here on News Talk 95.3, Michiana's news channel, and online at mtwiceshow.com. Brought to you by Miller's Building Supply and Hoosier Hardwood. Miller's Building Supply, where service is priority since 1982. Online at millersbuildingsupply.com. Hoosier Hardwood. Hoosier Hardwood Floors, Michiana's trusted and valued experts on hardwood floors. Visit hoosierhardwoodfloors.com. If you have questions, uh, you can email us, questions at mtwiceshow.com, or you can visit our website, and click on the Contact Us page. And, of course, this is Measure Twice with Joel Graber of Graber Customer Remodeling, C. Kramer from C. Kramer Interiors. Did I call you C. Kramer? You did, did call it. me C. Kramer. But you are C. Kramer, though, I right? I am C. Kramer. Yeah. See, I told you I was going to screw up your name, didn't I? <laughs> you didn't I, screw it, it up. You well, just abbreviated I mean, it for me. <laughs> <laughs> We're just going to call you C from now on. Yeah. Right, hey, <laughs> I answered anything. <laughs> Trust me, I've been called a lot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm Casey Hendrickson, your terrible host, and uh, again, Measure Twice, where we help you envision your home's potential. Guys, what's up, man? How are you? Have a good holiday? It was great. Yeah, it was great. Cool. Glad to hear it. I know we talked about uh, some of the some of the stuff that was going to be happening with uh, Chris, but how did things go with you, Joel? I know you had uh, some big plans, Family right? Family stuff, a couple of wrestling meets. It was great. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Just the season. And that was just over nice. the turkey. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I was driving home a couple of weeks ago, and I had no idea. There's always this house that's on the way home, and there's this big, giant dog that's always, like, hanging out on their trampoline outside. So I'm always looking for him because he's just cool. Right. And I went there one day, and there's a bunch of traffic lined up, and the trampoline was gone. They had a flipping wrestling ring out there, man. They had wrestling matches going, like That's legit cool. wrestling matches. I'm like, holy smokes, I've got backyard wrestling in, in my neighborhood. This well, is great. wait, 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 like, like folk style wrestling or like WWF? Stuff? Like WWF, <laughs> man. Are you even allowed to say WWF? Anymore? I don't know WWE because now it's WWE, but yeah. I grew up with it being WWF yeah. and. That's so you had real wrestling, is that what it was? Yeah. Oh, I've okay. got wrestlers. I have wrestling. Okay. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's a difference. Wrestling and wrestling. But I thought it was I thought it was uh, very interesting because I never seen that in that uh, that, that house. It's awesome. like yeah, like half a block away. Pretty cool. <laughs> All right, so um, we've been kind of kicking around talking about this uh, for I don't know what three weeks or so talking about basements and. A lot of that work because we found out. Because remember, contractors right now are very desperate, and you can yeah, get a contractor out absolutely. to your house. Lickety split yeah. this season, right? You bet. <laughs> we talked about that a couple of shows ago. Don't try and do that. That's not yeah. going to work out very good for you. But um, a lot of the work that is happening now as things are getting colder and the weather is changing is people are starting to do jobs on the inside as opposed to doing stuff on the outside. And one of those big projects is a basement. There's yeah. a lot of people out there with unfinished basements that want to do something with it. So, um, we had an unfinished basement in the place that we're living in right now, and then we got it mostly finished. But there's a couple of different options that you can really go through. You can just go downstairs and put up walls and stuff and just make it look nice. Or you can kind of turn it into a multi-roomed extra level to your house. You could turn it into a whole business with a separate uh, entrance or even an income property. we got a tenant downstairs. Yeah. I mean, there's, well, there's any number of things that you can do with it. Most people just want more space. Right, yeah. Yeah, you buy a house that's a thousand square feet, but you got the basement <laughs> down there, and it's you know that can work out pretty good for you, right? Uh, so, what are some of the things that you have to consider before you do a basement? Because obviously, basements, um, you know, it's insulated, totally different. So you got to deal with exposed plumbing sometimes. And well, yeah, I mean, and you're t- you're talking duct work. Yeah, you, one of the major things that you're looking at is uh, ceiling heights. Mm-hmm. Trying to figure out, you know, how how much headroom you have there. If you have a bulkhead with your heat ducts and maybe plumbing running through there. Those are the things that you have to think about, you know, how how you're going to deal with that stuff when you're when you're finishing it off. Okay. 
That's because then if you're fortunate enough to be in the build process, you can adjust for that. But if you have something you bought already existing, then those are definitely key elements that you have to work right. around. Because you can't all of a sudden raise your house to, well, you probably could if you really well, wanted to. Well, you could to, do that. You could go down, too, if you wanted. That's true, <laughs> well, too. Yeah. That's true, too. But, but that's you know, that doesn't a, cost uh, anything. Yeah. So, yeah. So. I mean, you know, ideally, if you're just able to use the space as it is and then frame it up and work around the elements. Yeah. With the jobs that you guys have, what are most people doing with that space? Are they turning it into, like, a recreational room? Are they turning it into more bedrooms? What are they doing with it? Yes. Yep. Yeah, all of it. All, <laughs> all of, of it, it. yeah. Um, home theaters are not uncommon. Um, kitchens, additional kitchen or what they call kitchenettes. Mm-hmm. Um, and the whole other family sitting area, fa- uh, another family room, no, just basically another gathering yeah. space. Wine cellars. I would imagine that would, yeah, yeah, that would come up quite a bit. So how difficult is it to put in a kitchen or a bathroom in a basement that doesn't have it? And, and if you do... Is it better to do it underneath an existing kitchen and bathroom because you have the plumbing in place, or does it really not matter that much? Well, I mean, it's great if you can just tie into plumbing right above you. Mm-hmm. That's great. I mean, the drain it still has to go down. Okay. So depending on when your house was built that may have been plumbed for like a bathroom and a kitchenette, mm-hmm. uh, if it hasn't, you're going to have to come in and cut out some concrete and run a drain line and put in a lift station. How, how difficult is something like that to do from from your perspective as a guy who's working on the job? Uh, it's not uncommon. I mean, it's something that's done all the time, so it's really not difficult. Mm-hmm. It's it, it adds cost to the to the project, but I mean, to have to have another bathroom downstairs, that's it's I, worth it, dude. I, I would kill people for yeah. a bathroom downstairs right now. Yeah. It's or a kitchenette or something like that. See, we have like a separate entrance, so uh, when we. When we moved into the place, and I've told you that my friend who bought the place, he immediately started rehabbing it so it would be livable for us to get in there. He bought it as an income property. And one of the things that he graciously did was he turned the downstairs into a, a photography studio for my wife, who's a photographer. So she's got a separate entrance. Her customers can go right down there, walk right, right. in, that sort of thing. So that's really nice for us. But there is no kitchenette or extra bathroom down there. So if they have to use the bathroom, they've got to go upstairs. they got to right. go through the house. and right. There's usually some naked kid floating around up there when when we have her Named clients Casey over. Named Casey Hendrickson, right? Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna blame the uh, I'm gonna blame the kids, but really, it's I've got me. a friend. Right, I've got a friend. <laughs> it's just for a friend, yeah, totally. Um, but you know, it's it, and the thing is, is like, so we've got a couple of the rooms where you know you can see the exposed pipe that are coming down from the bathroom or the kitchen upstairs and something like that. And I was always wondering, as we were kind of thinking about, okay, if we were to go ahead and do something down there, would we have to do the bathroom here? I mean, I'm sure you wouldn't have to, but no. How much different cost would it be to do one from directly underneath the other bathroom versus maybe over here where it would fit the design a little bit better? Go with the fit. I would say go with the fit too. It's okay. not the 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 cost is typically nominal. I mean, okay. Running some more water line anymore is not not a big deal. Not a big deal. But my big concern was always like the drainage, you know, especially when you're dealing with a toilet situation and a septic and that sort of thing. Yeah. I was always concerned about how that would work. Yeah. Well, I and and you have to think about that kind of your placement, but hopefully it works. I mean, you know, a lot of the time it works out. I like how he said, "Hopefully it works out." <laughs> hopefully. <laughs> hopefully it works if out. I'm well paying for you, you to do it. I hope it works out yeah. too. <laughs> well, it'll it'll work out. It's just hopefully it works out where you don't have to run a drain that far. Yeah. But okay. Other considerations like uh, moisture and things like that. Sometimes basements have the <laughs> crying walls. You definitely have to worry about moisture. Um, I can tell you a story. I mean, I just was talking with a guy. I looked at a house recently for a client, and 
they had been getting water in their basement, mm-hmm. and it was an old, an old basement. Like this is like a hundred and twenty year old house, so it's the old fieldstone walls mm-hmm. on a, on uh, just sitting on a footer, and water was coming in, and they didn't like that the footer was out all that far, and they didn't realize what it was, so they just started digging stuff out. And now their house is sinking. Oh, oh no. no! So moisture led to them digging stuff out, and now they've got way big, way bigger oh, problems. No. Wow, should have so called a professional. They should have called a professional before they started digging stuff. <laughs> How do you salvage that? But the internet said I could do you it, lift guys. It, you lift, you, you, they'd have to lift it and then do Break a new foundation. New, new foundation. Oh, oh ow. Yeah, that's terrible. Yeah. But anyway, so moisture is something that you have to think about. And that, I mean, if it's if it was done right, you're probably going to be fine. Yeah, we had um, initially, we had an issue with one of the walls. And when it would rain real heavy there would be some some water that would seep in through like some of the you know little cracks and things like that that were there what we ended up finding out was that the eaves were blocked yep and so as it would rain it would just overflow and the, that water would you know have like a foot width of water right next to the house so it was just going right down yeah. you know the foundation so when we fixed that it it, it worked and then we sealed it a little bit yeah but. M- the majority of the time that when you have water issues like that it's either your eaves or the grade of the grade around the house, mm-hmm. maybe it sloped back towards the house rather than away. Yeah, a little bit. So that that typically, if you take care of those two things, you're going to be okay. But these are things that you need to take care of and consider before you hire somebody to come on out when it's beautiful and there's no rain or anything like that. And you're like, oh, yeah, just go ahead and finish it and everything will be great. Because yeah. that's stuff you don't want in your walls. Yeah, but right. you can usually tell that there's been water in the right. basement, be- okay. even on a beautiful sunny day. All right. They're staining. They're staining and... Even the, the, the you can feel the dampness sometimes. Yeah. Now, what about sound concerns? Do you have a lot of people who come to you guys who are concerned about sound from oh, upstairs yeah. going down or downstairs going up? Because, oh, yeah. like, my studio that I'm building now is downstairs, and my big concern is that I'm I'm directly below the master bedroom. So if my wife's asleep and I'm sitting there trying to record a show or a podcast or something like that, it's going to wake her up. And um, so, how what are some of the solutions for you guys to solve that? Soundproofing. Yeah. We can- <laughs> I figured as much, Chris. <laughs> well, jeez. You ask. Helpful, helpful. <laughs> but I'm being, I mean. Uh, <laughs> but there's different types of soundproofing. There's all sorts of things. Right, you can use can, insulation spray. or you can use uh, you can use the spray foam. Which you can use really the mats. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I would typically recommend, for something like that, I would recommend a combination. Yeah. Where you're doing some sort of insulation in the, at, in the, in the joist. But because sound travels, it, it's a vibration. So. Right. Then you need to you need to somehow break that vibration from like whatever your ceiling is. Mm-hmm. So if you're covering that ceiling with tile or drywall or something, they make product that will separate that from the floor joist so that the tra- the sound can't travel through the joist. Then oh, very cool. Right. So there's different things that you're doing, and it t- like so I'd recommend that for like a media room too. So if you have some sort of a theater, I'd recommend doing that same kind of thing and working that into the front end of your design. All right. Very good. Hey, you're listening to Measure Twice on 95.3 MNC. Joel Graber from Graber Custom Remodeling. Chris Kramer from C. Kramer Interiors. I'm Casey Hendrickson. We'll be back with Measure Twice coming up on 95.3 MNC. Hello, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to News Talk 95.3, Michiana's news channel. This is Measure Twice, where we help you envision your home's potential. You can also find us online at mtwiceshow.com. Brought to you by Miller's Building Supply and Hoosier Hardwood. Miller's Building Supply, 
uh, where service is priority since 1982. Online at millersbuildingsupply.com. And Hoosier Hardwood. Hoosier Hardwood Floors, Michiana's trusted and valued experts on hardwood floors. Visit HoosierHardwoodFloors.com. And if you have any questions for us, eventually they'll give me access to those, but you can email them anyway. (laughs) Uh, Questions at mtwiceshow.com, or you can visit our website and click on the Contact Us page. So, Measure Twice with Joel Graber from Graber Custom Remodeling and Chris Kramer from C. Kramer Interiors. See, I didn't abbreviate your name this time. Look at that. How about that? And I'm Casey Hendrickson, which uh, the big voice guy on the radio station still doesn't say my name. He still has yeah. Rob on there. So people keep asking, like, Where's, when's Rob coming back? Rob is unfortunately unable to come back, but uh, I am his moderately acceptable replacement. So, <laughs> so guys, we're talking about basements, and uh, we haven't really talked about flooring, because uh, right. flooring is a big concern for any project, really, in your house, but especially in the basements. Are there any unique concerns or things like that that we have to deal with with uh, flooring down there? Moisture. Yep. Moisture is, is a big thing. Mm-hmm. That'll help determine what you want to what would you would put in and what you would not put in, basically. So what what should you avoid then in your basement? Uh, you're generally avoiding uh, like real wood, right? Okay, on the floor, just like a solid three quarter inch plank, because that will absorb the moisture. So any, if you want any kind of moisture, and if you want a wood look, you're probably looking at a an, a vinyl or something like that. Well, you can go engineered. Right. There's engineered, some really okay. nice engineered stuff, and that that won't warp and twist okay with moisture so you don't have to you don't have to worry about that the, um the easiest is carpet yeah yeah or tile or tile but the only problem with tile is it's cold, cold. yeah yeah it does get cold uh but you guys talked about heating the floor yeah, and stuff like that too mat, heat mat. Yeah. if it was really you know that big of a, yeah. a deal for you but in the basement i don't think you find a lot of people that are super concerned with Having the high end, really nice stuff, as you'd see in the upper levels. Oh, I don't know. Oh, there's ah, some people that really true. interesting. People, people love their basements. You know, I mean, a man cave or yeah, the bar can be the focal oh, yeah. point, and they might want that completely decked out. Yeah, um, or you know, they may want it to look like an Irish pub. There's a kegerator in the hallway at the studio that some station gave away. And nobody's picked it up yet. And so I keep coming by and, like, sticking my stickers on it like this is mine now. And yeah. they keep telling me, no, you can't do that. <laughs> it's like a full-size keg. Like, it's for a real keg. Yeah. It's not, you know, one of those little, like, Heineken kegs. It's, sure. a re- it's a real keg. I'm like, I want that so bad. Yeah. I well, just keep putting away. your stickers on it. Right. That's the beginning <laughs> Eventually. Of your, that's the beginning of your basement bar right there. That's yeah. Right. Ex- exactly. But, yeah, no, a lot of times people will do, like, the big uh, trick- tricked-out bar. Yeah. And uh, we're working right now on a place that we're doing a workout room for them. A lot of people the put the workout room down there, and that and and it's better for noise too, though it having is, it down there, right? It is, and and it's a nice place because it's the nice thing about a basement is it's easier to heat and cool, mm-hmm. and so you're able to keep the temperature a little more moderate to, to what you would want for a workout room, and so it's it's ideal for that kind of a thing. Okay, is cork still like a thing for like flooring and stuff like that? And cork oh, yeah. was yeah. like a, a big deal a few years ago. Is it still around? I mean, it was really hot for a short period of time. It's nice in certain applications. I think it had like an environmental aspect yes. to it that people were really, really on about. Yeah. And it's, the, I think the thing that surprises most people is how durable it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. It can be one of the most durable floors you have. But is it like flubber? So like if I were yeah, to jump yeah. on it, you know, from a few stairs up, I'm going to bounce to the roof or something like that? No, no. not quite. Not quite. Like <laughs> I was always curious about that. <laughs> that no. That's the foam I had mat. hopes. Yeah, the foam the mats <laughs> we're putting in the, the workout rooms. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, those, yeah those 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 
All right. So what about layout concerns, Chris? I mean, what are some of the things that, that you have to deal with as, you know, going in there and designing a basement for, for somebody? Because um, obviously there's different, you know, I said you can have a workout room. Maybe you're doing a multi-purpose uh, lower level or, um, you know, our case, it's a studio plus the separation with a playroom and, and that sort of thing. It's almost like a whole different level of the house downstairs for right. us. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, what are some of the things you have to consider when you're doing that? What the client wants, first of all. Mm-hmm. I mean, because they'll tell you here's my space this is what I would like to have done in this space or the, this is the type of this is how we want to use the space and that's usually your your building block and then we start kind of determining what would work best where so and we kind of talked about bathrooms and kitchenettes and things like that just go with the design don't worry about the plumbing so much right uh, let the let the plumbers worry yeah, about that let, yeah. the, <laughs> let them handle that right <laughs> And, and you said it was nominal, too, so it wasn't going to be something that, that should necessarily blow out your budget unless you run into something that's kind of unique and interesting, right? Uh, yeah, typically. I mean, you know. But you have to plan for it. That's you you definitely have to plan for it. And there's, I mean, if you're if you're cutting drains in, it, that, there's, a, there's a decent cost with that, but running, running water lines is no big deal. And okay. It's worth, it's worth it for what, it, to, to get what you want out of it, uh, that, it, that stuff, I mean, I wouldn't say... Don't do it because of the plumbing. I know one of the things that that um, in a basement sometimes you don't have windows, right? So I mean we've done a couple where we've actually, but you can just cut them right out of the you know. Yeah, we cut them out yeah. and do like yeah. an egress, an egress. Type mm-hmm. window and make it much larger, and then you kind of bank the landscape around. It brings more natural light into the space. So you don't feel like you're necessarily in a basement, right? Well, that's nice, and you have to have the egress. Like if you have a bedroom down there, you have right. to have an egress in that. So those are that would be another consideration that you'd want to you'd want to think about if you want some more bedroom space or whatever. I mean you 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 should have you should think about you know that added cost is the egress right okay because that's you, required by code if you want right. to have a bedroom right and if you <laughs> I mean you know if so for the idiots out there what the heck is an egress. Egress. I, I, I mean, I, I went on and pretended like oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah egress yeah okay I mean but, an egress window is a a window that's in a in a basement that's big enough that you a person can get out of in okay. case of an emergency. All right, there's a there is a certain like it it has to be a certain number of inches, and it has to open like the opening has to be a certain number of inches to make sure that a person can get through. Okay, right. and All then right. to get out of that well, then there there's there's some code to that too because you know it's great if you can get out the window, but then you have to get get, get out of to the, the ground too. Yeah. So fair enough. Okay. So when you have like a like ours is kind of like um, it's where the entire back of the house is just a, like a normal house. It's a it looks out. like a two story house. Yeah. yeah, and, and then the yeah. front of the house is a one story house. Right. You know, so so we have the 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 windows and yeah. all of the mm-hmm. you know the rooms have been kind of created out there. So okay, yeah. You're I was covered. like, oh, that's nice. Oh, great, I got a window. Yeah. I didn't even think so about getting out in a fire. Right. <laughs> I didn't yeah. even think about it. <laughs> well, you know, that's not typically not your thought, but. That's why we have to think about it. Right. Very good. Um, all right. So have you guys in your travels, whether you've worked on projects like this or just seen them, um, I, I know that when, in my wife's industry and in my industry, there's various um, inside industry groups where we get to mock what other people have done that are really foolish and silly. <laughs> and and we don't tell anybody in the public about that. But I assume that your industries have stuff like that. If you run into really interesting things that people have done with a basement, like, hey, I'm just going to flood the hole downstairs and make it a swimming pool or something of that nature. Well, other than, you know, digging out your footer and your house sinking. <laughs> I, mean, I feel so bad for them, but yeah. man. The only thing I know is Joe wants a naked room in his 
is, and it's all epoxy. I want so. that upstairs. Oh, you want that upstairs yeah, I want now? That on the main okay, level. okay. Oh. Well, he's got to control Changed the temperature, that's right? right. That's <laughs> I wanted a little. I want to make sure it's not cold down there, Chris. I wanted a little warmer. I don't want anybody getting the wrong idea. Oh man. No moisture down here. <laughs> you talk, you kind of talked about some of the uh, the Irish pubs that you guys have done in in basements and garages in the past that have been really really nice. But are, are any basement projects that you've done in the past really sticking out as as um, a really good kind of like a I don't know a muse for the people out there? They're like I want to do something with it, but I just don't know what I want to do yet. Anything stick out that might be interesting? Uh, I mean, you know, I, we, you've talked before about the gun room that you've done. Oh, yeah, that was cool. And we've done one s- not well, as cool as that. But gun rooms pretty, are always yeah. cool, but now you've got me. Well, th- this goes beyond just a gun room. Yeah. This is... Uh, um, it's, a, it's a hunter's paradise. Yeah, it's a... You walk... It's an open staircase to the lower level, mm-hmm. and they have a wall of built-ins for the TV, a fireplace, stone fireplace, and then they have a bar area. But then... Behind all that is an arch door, which is all framed by stone. Mm-hmm. You open the door, and it's a stone corridor that is cross-shaped, a barrel-vaulted ceiling in the center. And if you go to the left, you're in a gun room, which is all done in walnut. And then we did faux elephant hide uh, panels on the wall, okay. which are 11 feet tall. Wow. And we added nail head. And it's um, the floor in that is hand scraped walnut. You cross that, go across the hall to the next room, which is this, it's the fly room, and that's all done with chinking on the walls and chinking. Chinking. Do explain. It's basically for Casey. <laughs> chinking is basically like a log cabin, only they're flat boards with the mortar in between. Okay. And a big stone fireplace. Um, but that's where he ties his flies for his fishing. Very interesting. So and he's got himself a nice little setup yeah. downstairs. It's, oh, yeah. it's unbelievable. See, I just want, I keep trying to get my wife to go along with this. So I want you to walk into every single entry of our house and immediately have either Ed 209 or a 50 caliber pointing at you. I figure that's a good good enough motivation yeah. for somebody. Okay, I'm going to back away Well, you've away got a daughter, one. right? So Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you should have that anyway. Well, I, I agree with that. Yeah, i got two of them now. Got, yeah, that's oh, right. Oh, man. All right, folks, so you're listening to Measure Twice here on Newstalk 95.3, Michiana's news channel. We've got Joel Graber from Graber Custom Remodeling, Chris Kramer from C. Kramer Interiors. Still have only messed up the names like two or three times. And uh, I'm Casey Hendrickson. We've got more coming up on Measure Twice here on 95.3 MNC. Hello, everybody, and thank you for tuning in to News Talk 95.3, Michiana's news channel. This is Measure Twice, where we help you envision your home's potential. You can find us online at mtwiceshow.com. And we're brought to you by Miller's Building Supply in Hoosier Hardwood. Miller's Building Supply, where service is priority since 1982, and online at millersbuildingsupply.com. And then Hoosier Hardwood. Hoosier Hardwood Floors, Michiana's trusted and valued experts on hardwood floors. Visit hoosierhardwoodfloors.com. And if you have any questions, you can email us questions at mtwiceshow.com or you can just visit the website, click on the Contact Us page. So again, we got Joel Graber from Graber Custom Remodeling, Chris Kramer from C. Kramer Interiors. I'm uh, your quarterback, Casey Hendrickson, and this is probably the only football you've been watching this year uh, <laughs> considering some of these scandals and the ratings that we have seen, but we're talking uh, we were talking basements, but now we're talking about Live Edge, and you know, this is something that you had kind of sent to me, Joel, is, is talking about Live Edge, and I wasn't sure that they were still touring, so <laughs> why why do we want to talk about a band See, now? It's, it's, it's not a band. It's actually, uh, it's you know, you've heard of Live Aid, right? 
Yeah. It's, it's like that, but for the forest. <laughs> no, it's uh, man, it's getting good. terrible. I like that. Yeah, was, it's yeah, getting terrible here. Yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. no, it's uh, live edge is sexy. Edge. Yeah, it is. They're hot. It's the live edge. Of, so what it is? It's like slabs of trees before they're. Uh, it's milled just the trees just milled at the length. Okay. So then you have the bark on the edge, the all the all the wood all the way through. So it's the live edge, and you can debark them too. Yeah, and it's still a live edge. But man, I so is this like a wall? No, it's you a can table. do. Uh, well, you can do anything with it. Okay, really. we we primarily see it in furniture. Okay, it's it's there's not really I can't think of anything sexier really. It's beautiful. I mean, yeah. it really is beautiful. Um, if you're using it for a dining room table, just you have to keep in mind that it's not going to have a regular shape to it. Right. Okay. Well, that's and that's and that's the part of the beauty of yeah. the slab. Yeah. So, what you just take like a big old giant tree, yep. like yep. oh I don't know a redwood, and yeah. then you go ahead and you just slice it. You just slice it up, huh? it, lengthwise. Yeah. Yep. Interesting. And it is, man. It is. It gets me going. <laughs> that stuff is, is this awesome. Go, is this going in your naked room? Yes, Joel? it is. I'm is gonna that? have some live edge in there. <laughs> just don't back up against the bar. Right. I don't know. <laughs> oh man, back scratcher right there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that stuff is. I mean, I. I that I love Live Edge. If it was a woman, its name would be Jessica Graber, uh, which is my wife. Okay, okay. <laughs> that's how that's how hot I think it is. <laughs> this is why he's doing the naked room, dude. That's he's right. trying to impress the misses, man. That's right. It's the whole reason he has the beard and everything, Chris. <laughs> he doesn't even know what to say. I don't even. I can't, I'm speechless. I'm actually speechless. Uh, I, actually, I do know what to say, but refraining. Uh, you're, well, you're, you're look, thinking FCC compliance is still right. important. That's yeah. right. Yeah, we're a family friendly Chris, show. Chris folks. is thinking that's how you end up with seven kids. Right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look at my slab, baby. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, there's, We're so many, there's so many live edge jokes in there, guys. Yeah. So many. Anyways, but I'm new around here. Yeah. I'm trying not to get yeah. fired all the way. It's no, this. <laughs> you can't get any worse than us. No, the the thing is, is you can do anything with it. You can I done island tops with it, okay. which is really awesome. Uh, did a bar, did a bar top. Well, it was like a, I don't know, if it, it wasn't a bar top necessarily. It was a a table. Took a log that off of a tree. And then a, a live edge slab, and made a made a made a table out of that. Is that for like a wine tasting table? Yeah, for a wine tasting table. Oh wow, very cool. So, I mean, there's any number of things I've seen stair treads made out of live edge. Ooh, now that would be cool. That was awesome. I haven't seen that. I've just seen them dining tables, cocktail tables, um, desk. Mm-hmm. I've seen a desk made out of live edge. Um, and then what's really cool is you do, we have companies that where you can go and select your slab, and then they'll design the base, whatever you want for the base. Right. Chrome, bronze, iron, whatever you want. And they're absolutely breathtaking. Yeah. Now, what material do you guys tend to see with Live Edge? A lot of metal. Metal. Metal base. Metal just, base. It, and then, it plays really well. And then or, what kind of, what kind of wood? Walnut. Walnuts. Walnut's really pretty. Though. Oh yeah, that's one of my favorites. Yeah, so. it's um, um, it's really popular in custom knife making too. A lot of people yeah. will use walnut, and it is yeah. so pretty. Yeah, I mean, you could get some exotic stuff. Mm-hmm. You'll see a little bit of exotic woods, but yeah, a lot of walnut. A lot of I mean, you can do anything really with any kind of log with it because the live edge is just so awesome. Right. So. Gee, I think you like it. I do. He so if I, if I go and buy like some sod and slap it up on my wall. 
So that's, I can have like that's gra- not life. Gra- oh, okay. That's just life wall. All right, <laughs> that's life wall. <laughs> I was just trying to be cool for you know nice affordable price. Yeah, uh, figured it would work. I can just replace each square, right? That's right. <laughs> that's what they tell us about life some wall. of the vinyl stickers. I oh, just replace each square. Okay. <laughs> exactly. A couple of months into that, yeah, no, that's that's not. You're replacing all of those. <laughs> You're replacing, You're replacing all, all of those. <laughs> no, uh, I mean, there, I, what I want to do, like. I'm trying. I'm trying to talk my wife into it, and she doesn't love the idea. But I want to do like a live edge chandelier. I want to make one out of uh, use a like a piece of live edge, and then drop some some Edison lights off of that. I was gonna say you can do Edison lights right off of that thing yeah. and make it very nice and retro yeah. and rustic, and that'd be awesome. That would be cool. You can also take the slab and then um, cable it up, and then oh, put yeah. the lights on top of it too. That'd be cool. Like an Edison, like, that'd be really cool. Like Edison and like a Mason t- jar yeah. look or something. Uh, yeah, that'd look really cool. So we've given some people some ideas of what to uh, to search. I've never heard of it before, but you know, I'm not in your industry, and right, you know, I haven't been looking. So it's 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 very popular. Okay, um, it's it, we have this, believe it or not, Amish company out of Ohio that. That does a lot of the live edge, and oh, I'm shocked the Amish do work like that. <laughs> and it's but you walk into a room and like a room like this, and all you'll see on the wall, leaning up against the wall, are all these different slabs, and you can say I want that one right there. Yep. So it's like going to pick granite, but yes, oh, oftentimes very interesting. Yeah. Now, what about maintenance and things like that? Because uh, anytime I know we're talking about you know wood and wood is wood, but it's also porous, um, so I assume there's a treatment on it. Well, yeah, it gets finished. It's lacquered, okay. lacquer, a lacquer finish, some sort of. So, you know, sealer on it, and some I've seen it where they've because it is a live edge and it is a slab of tree expansion and contraction can cause it to to crack or split. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen them use the butterfly um, joinery to hold that top together to keep it prevent it from splitting. So it's a little. I wonder why they don't do the treatment. Um, on like wood furniture and things like that, like we'd have. A, for those of you who don't know, I'm I'm a knife maker um, as as a, a side business too. So, so like we get stabilized wood, uh, so it's treated, so it doesn't crack. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm surprised that you just don't see well, stuff all, like it's that. It's all kiln dried. Yeah. it's still all kiln dried. The problem is, is because wood expands across the grain mm-hmm. instead of with the grain. And that's basically what you're getting. That's where it would crack is okay. like across that grain. So since you're, you have a slab of wood mm-hmm. laying on edge, I mean that could it, it just because of the, it moves. Just because it, just, it, it moves. And as a matter of fact, if you're looking at a solid piece of furniture, if it's a headboard that has a solid headboard on the back, if you look at at the back, there should be what they call split rails mounted to the back. And what that is is just a piece of wood that they've attached to the back of that so that right. it prevents that expansion and contraction so you don't have any of the splitting. Okay. If you have a solid piece of wood and you don't see that, guarantee you're, you'll have pr- issues down you have the some road. issues right. down there. Okay, so coming up next, you guys wanted to, in the next segment, you guys wanted to talk about twig work, right? Yep. And then work. we'll also get into Chris's favorite thing, uh, Christmas. Yes. And decorations. <laughs> and, ho, ho, ho. And music and everything. <laughs> we'll get into all of that. Yeah, he's thrilled. Uh, you can tell. <laughs> For uh, Joel Graber, Graber Custom Remodeling, Chris Kramer, C. Kramer Interiors. Again, I'm Casey Hendrickson. You're listening to Measure Twice here on 95.3 MNC. Worn and withered with its roof sunk in. Hey, 
And thank you for tuning in. Newstalk 95.3, Michiana's news channel. This is Measure Twice, where we help you envision your home's potential. You can find us online at mtwiceshow.com. Brought to you by Miller's Building Supply and Hoosier Hardwood Miller's Building Supply, where service is priority since 1982. And online at millersbuildingsupply.com. Hoosier Hardwood. Hoosier Hardwood Floors, Michiana's trusted and valued experts on hardwood floors. Visit hoosierhardwoodfloors.com. Of course, if you have any questions, maybe about Live Edge, I just got to check out some of the work uh, for the first time myself. You can email us at questions at mtwiceshow.com, or you can visit the website. Just click on the Contact Us page. And again, uh, Measure Twice consists of Joel Graber from Graber Custom Remodeling, Chris Kramer from C. Kramer Interiors, and moderately acceptable host me, Casey Hendrickson, doing my best to keep up with these guys. So uh, we talked about Live Edge. I uh, got to check out some work. Really cool stuff that you can do with that. Oh, yeah. So that's, yeah, that's really neat, uh, the way that you can fill in cracks or things like that with rock and then have glass on top. Really beautiful stuff. So good suggestion if you're looking at uh, having a a very unique and high-end component to your design. I'm sure the guys here would be happy to help you uh, with that. But we also have something out there called twig work. Yes. I also thought she retired as a model. Right. <laughs> but we were talking about Twiggy, the uh, the supermodel, <laughs> during this. But So twig work. What's twig work? Chris. Joel. What's twig work? You used it. Oh, well, it's it's twigs and branches yeah, <laughs> basically and, woven together. Okay. Woven together, and they can... They use it to make furniture. I'm furniture railings. Um, I mean, you get r- like rustic cabins. You can you'll you'll. I mean, I've seen whole basically whole trees used <laughs> with some of the branches coming off. And I mean, it's you can get pretty ornate with it. But you sell. I mean, you sell the furniture for it. I mean, what? It, yeah, I've seen it more in furniture than than I have. Like you were in, indicating railings. Well, the, that. As far as architect, like an architectural at having that part of your house, it's it's pretty specific. You right. can't do it on just anything. Right. You're not going to go in, into a Victorian or something like that and put in twig work. No railings. Be, I see it as a log cabin or something a little more rustic. Definitely more rustic. Because they, uh, um, I've seen rockers um, made out of it sitting on front porches, so. <laughs> I, I got to be honest with you. Like I'm, I'm one. I'm instantaneously thinking of the fake twig outdoor furniture stuff, knowing that this is better than that. Because that's just the impression I'm getting in my head. As somebody's not familiar with it, you know the the wicker basket looking oh. outdoor furniture stuff. And then the other aspect of it is like, okay, I know that's not right. So then I'm thinking I'm going to be sitting on a twig and getting poked and prodded yeah. and. That sort of stuff. So, kind of uh, put my mind at ease, gentlemen. No, you're not going to get poked and prodded. No, like so. Well, that's so, a disappointment, Chris. Yeah, unless yeah. you want to. Yeah, but <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm not even go there. <laughs> so, so twig. I mean, like with the twig work here, it's it's typically branch, smaller branches, and they'll steam them to bend them around to make like your arm your armrests or your back. Okay, and then we've twigs and and small branches in together like for your backing or the side of your chair it's woven i mean it's, it's yeah. literally woven branches and and like Joel said it's steamed so you can bend it mm-hmm. weave it um into a form so that it's not just branches sticking out all over the place and if you put your hand on you're going to get poked it's not, it's not like that so at all so you can have your own game of twigs thrown yes yes you can yeah. okay 
<laughs> it sounds like a it sounds like a television show. I think we got a winner there. I think game so. Of game, of, game of Twigs. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I have to ask you because Joel sent this to me, and um, in our short time together, you don't send me a lot of stuff for, I- for ideas on on the show, uh, and and so you sent me these two ideas this week. Kind of what motivated you on both of them? Because you had the the live edge, and then you had well, the twig work, and it just well, live edge and twig work. I don't know for for some reason they go together in my head, <laughs> but okay. I, the live edge is the thing that I was thinking most about because of the what I want to do in my house. Well, and I think Live Edge is great because we did a a, a project where the house is in, in very, very, very contemporary. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm talking almost ultra modern, and their dining table is Live Edge with very contemporary chairs, and it is absolutely spectacular right. because the Live Edge becomes a piece of art in itself. Right. So, which the twig work can too if it's done right. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I, I, my preference would be like the twig work. Chandeliers, things like that. Okay, that are made out of grapevines. Where'd you hear about that? <laughs> Through the grapevine. Yeah, <laughs> I was hoping we could use that since we used it off air. Well, yeah, we did. We we uh, kind of rehearsed that. Yeah, Sorry, folks, yeah. it was yeah. not off the cuff. But um, all right, so Christmas. Chris's Yay. favorite time of year. It's now, got his name in it. He, he. By the way, I didn't know <laughs> yeah. this, Joel. But he does Christmas decorating, so yeah, you can he's... hire Chris to do Christmas decorating. I didn't know that. <laughs> Actually, can hire one of my other designers to do Christmas decorating. <laughs> <laughs> now, why did why did you bring this up? He seems very much like he's an Ebenezer Scrooge here. He is. And I he's thought I was Ebenezer he's Scrooge. A, he's a humbug, and that's why I love it because I, I like to watch hate, his faces. I hate Christmas music. Like I can't stand it. I am suicidal with Christmas oh, that's music. Funny. I see. I I like it. I make the guys that I work with listen to it. Do you? Yeah, really? I'm sure they love you. <laughs> Isn't that for some that. sort of a, of? Um, it's got to violate pro- OSHA probably, and work standards or yes, something like that because it's terrible. It's harassment, Joel. It's harassment. Christmas music harassment. There. It's what I always tell people. I love Christmas. I hate Christmas music, but I love anti Christmas music. Like I think anti-Christmas music is just better music. It's, <laughs> <That's funny. laughs> it just is. That's funny. So I'm walking around in my Christmas spirit having, you know, music that just totally hates the holidays. But <laughs> but I'm into the spirit. I'm Christmas shopping. I'm doing my whole thing just listening to anti-Christmas music. And part of the fun is decorating your house. How do you go about doing that, Chris? How do I do, go about decorating my house? Yeah. Very slowly. <laughs> Very slowly. <laughs> I have to be prodded. Are you one of those people that just does it once? And then doesn't le- and then doesn't bother with it, but you just you find a way to hide it so the rest of the year you don't, you don't take know it's it there. Down. Oh, I'll go back down. <laughs> Downstairs, put away. It's like my daughter has been trying has been after me for two weeks to put up the tree. It's like, are you kidding me? Well, you shouldn't put up the tree before Thanksgiving. I agree. Because you're not you're not a holiday terrorist. I agree. Yeah, you put up the tree before Thanksgiving, you're a holiday terrorist. And I'm, I'm sorry. driving through the neighborhood and I'm looking in people's windows and trees are up already and I'm like, ugh. Means I got to get mine out. Well, it is December. Well, it is now. Yeah, now. But no, I. It takes too long. It takes me a week to put everything up. Yeah, at it, least you know. And I love Halloween too. Like decoration wise, I think Halloween's like my favorite holiday. Yeah, I hate the decoration. But I, dude, I can't stand carving a pumpkin. I just can't. I can't stand it. <laughs> I hate it so bad. I don't want to touch it. I don't want to be a part of it. Well, th- thank goodness it's Christmas, so you don't have to now. That's well, right. There's there's that. Unless you want to carve Santa. I don't know. I, mean, I, well, I guess I've never I, seen that. The I've got a laser now, so you Christmas. never know what I'm going to come up with. You, you have no idea. But um, I So I've got a pro tip on decorating for Christmas, right? Because okay. I, 
when I do used to do my Christmas decorations, I was very much like um, like Christmas vacation. Like the lights are everywhere, blind the neighbors. Like, the, that's what I did. Huh? I used to win the uh, the neighborhood contest for decorations and things like that. So I really love doing stuff like that. But I just have not had the time or the motivation to do it the past couple of years. And so, pro tip: I went to Target, and for thirty two dollars, I got one of those things that'll throw lights all over my entire house. Oh, nice! Yeah. So I got a nice little projector out front for thirty two bucks. It'll cover up to four thousand square feet, Chris. <laughs> okay, Chris is I can change the colors. I can change the patterns and the it movement. Can, it can, can be animated. It can be oh. stationary. It can look like the snow is falling I on wish, my house. I wish the camera in here was oh, working to see Chris's it's the face. Best. <laughs> Chris, the best it. part is the cleanup. I walk out and I pull <coughs> the stake out of the ground. That's if somebody doesn't steal it first and does me yeah. a favor, dude. You put it right downstairs. I don't have to worry about it anymore. I might get another one just to shine the lights onto my tree so I don't have to put lights on my tree anymore. <laughs> you don't even know what to say, huh? I, I have – there's probably at least 30 in my neighborhood. Every 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 house. And my, my daughter, oh, isn't that cool? No. <laughs> <laughs> look, the traditional lights look way nicer. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, but like, wow. Well, come on. Man. Stick this thing in the yard and like, give, me some, yeah. give me I'm some black, black spray paint. I am done. <laughs> hey, don't knock black spray paint. Black spray paint's good stuff. All right, guys. Any uh, any final thoughts before we get out of here? Apparently, don't get a projector for your house. <laughs> not, your house. Yeah, not for my house. <laughs> my wife likes blow-ups. It's like, are you... F- Freaking kidding me! Oh wow, man, FCC compliance there, bud. Yeah. Jeez, I, said, I didn't say the other. He gets moody this time of year. Doesn't he does. Man? That's why I wanted to wow. talk about Christmas. It's so much fun. <laughs> Blow ups. <laughs> Are you kidding me? But they're so cheap now. They've come down in yeah. price. So here's what I'm here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna go get a couple of the uh, the light up you know deer like the wicker deer, and I'm gonna have one on the ground standing up like normal. Aw, sweet. Then I'm gonna have one hanging upside down. I'm gonna have some red lights coming from. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm gonna do, and uh, we'll see if the neighbors appreciate it or not. So I'll have that, and then I'll have my Merry, projector Merry lights. Merry Christmas to everyone. Don't forget yeah. the bucket underneath. So <laughs> there you go. Yeah, and I'll have my projector you can lights. Put lights and, on that. Well, yeah, you can make the bucket white, but yeah. then halfway up you can have it red lights. Yeah. <laughs> See now, Chris is getting. Like See, that. look. See, that's clever. We we knew we were going to redneck him sooner or that's later. Right. It was going to happen. Martha Stewart's got nothing on you. That's right. <laughs> well, she did do time in prison. That's there's, right. there's there's that. All right, for uh, for Joel Graber, Graber Custom Remodeling, and Chris Kramer from C Kramer Interiors. Again, I'm Casey Hendrickson. Want to thank our sponsors before we get out of here for Measure Twice. I uh, want to thank uh, Miller's Building Supply and Hoosier Hardwood. Couldn't make the uh, show possible without those great folks over there. Great companies, too, to do mm-hmm. business with. And don't forget to check us out online, mtwiceshow.com. So thank you very much for listening to Measure Twice, and we'll see you next week here on Newstalk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel. Thanks for listening to Measure Twice. If you have questions for Chris, Joel, or Rob, email them to questions at mtwiceshow.com. And listen again next week on News Talk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel. Podcasts by Federated Media. Podcasts by Federated Media.